0: is Unexpected with Hannah Love. In this podcast, you will gain a new perspective of how God loves you enough to call you to things that you couldn't have imagined for yourself. We find it in different places and different things. It doesn't define us, but it does motivate us to keep going. Motherhood has done that for me, maybe for you too. Unlike careers in the pursuit of more, motherhood anchors the soul. From the moment that perfect little person enters your world, you will do everything in your power to love them well. You will help them grow. You will encourage their hearts, fill their spirits, and remind them whose they are and how much they are loved. You will protect them from what you can. You will teach them kindness by showing it yourself. You will cry with them and you will cry for them. You will laugh with them and marvel at the joy they bring. I try to do these things. And when the day is done and we lay our babies down, I pray over them. It is as much a reminder to myself as it is a declaration to God. I say these words, God, thank you for all that you have given us. Never let us forget that it is all yours and not our own. That includes these children. Just like we are your children, they are yours. Help us to raise them in a way that is pleasing to you, God. Give us the wisdom and the grace to live our lives as examples to them. This is just a version of the prayer that we pray often over our boys. Depending on the day and the circumstance, this act of surrender can be the hardest thing we'll ever do. But we do it, over and over, and that is parenthood. It is the perfect picture of our posture of surrender. In truth, it shouldn't just be in motherhood, but our posture to God in every aspect of our lives. Motherhood just happened to open my eyes to it. I often think of Hannah in the Old Testament. Her heart was one of surrender. Truly, her heart was a broken one. But, as I've noted before, brokenness leads to surrender. For deeper context, I'll read her story, beginning in 1 Samuel 1, verses 1-26. through there was a certain man from Mermatheum, a Zufat from the hill country Ephraim, whose name was Elkanah, son of Jeroam, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuf, an Ephraimite. He had two wives, one was called Hannah and the other Peninnah. Peninnah had children, but Hannah had none. Year after year this man went up from his town to worship and sacrifice to the Lord Almighty at Shiloh where Hophni and Phinehas, the two sons of Eli, were the priests. Whenever the day came for Elkanah to sacrifice, he would give portions of the meat to his wife Peninnah and all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he gave a double portion because he loved her, and the Lord had closed her womb. Because the Lord had closed Hannah's womb, her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her. This went on year after year. When Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her till she wept and would not eat. Her husband, Elkanah, would say to her, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you so downhearted? Don't I mean more to you than ten sons? Once, when they finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Now Eli, the priest, was sitting on his chair by the doorpost of the Lord's house. In her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly, and she made a vow saying, Lord Almighty, if you will only look upon on your servant's misery and remember me, and do not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life, and no razor will ever be used on his head. As she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was praying in her heart, and her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Eli thought she was drunk and said to her, How long are you going to stay drunk? Put away your wine. Not so, my lord, Hannah replied. I am a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking beer or wine. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. Do not take your servant for a wicked woman. I have been praying here out of the great anguish and grief. Eli answered, Go in peace, and may the God of Israel grant what you have asked of him. She said, May your servant find favor in your eyes. Then she went her way and ate something, and her face was no longer downcast. Early the next morning they arose and worshipped before the Lord, and went back home to their home in Ramah. Elkanah made love to his wife Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. So in the course of time Hannah became pregnant and gave wife to a son. She named him Samuel, saying, Because I asked the Lord for him. When her husband, Elkanah, went up with all his family to offer the annual sacrifice to the Lord and fulfill his vow, Hannah did not go. She said to her husband, After the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before the Lord, and he will live there always. Do what seems best to you, her husband Elkanah told her. Stay here until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord make good his word. So the woman stayed at home and nursed her son until she had weaned him. After he was weaned, she took the boy, young as he was, along with a three-year-old bull, and Ephah a flour and a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh. When the bull had been sacrificed, they brought the boy to Eli, and she said to him, Pardon me, my Lord. As surely as you live, I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. I prayed for this child, and the Lord granted me what I ask of him. So now I give him to the Lord. For his whole life he will be given over to the Lord, and he worshiped the Lord there. Hannah was a strong woman. It takes strength to surrender. Imagine longing your whole life for a child. Indeed, some of you may have or still be. It takes strength to surrender the unknown to God, and even more, to surrender the prayers He answers back to Him. The source from which your miracle comes But know this, there is no safer place to be than in the will of God. Hannah bore a son and dedicated him to God, who gave him to her. Her purpose was in raising him on a foundation of truth. Her purpose was in surrendering Samuel to become a priest. Not just any priest, but the priest who would anoint the first two kings of Israel. She was obedient to surrender. She let her son go to be a voice for truth the very truth she founded before him. Samuel plays a prominent role in the Old Testament as a leader who does whatever it is in God's heart and mind, all because Hannah answered her purpose with obedience, surrendered. No matter what walk of life you're on or what season you're in, this is a principle that ties unequivocally to God's purposes for us. Surrender is the very act of answering God's purpose with obedience. And because of this, our purpose will evolve as our obedience deepens, much like our changing roles in life—child, daughter, wife or mother, grandmother or mentor—we mature. God's intention is that we do the same spiritually, stepping into each role with a posture of surrender to whatever He is asking us to do. You never know. You could be raising the voice of truth for the next generation. So, for all of you mamas in the thick of it, with messes and diapers and sinks full of dishes and hair that hasn't been washed in a week, you're doing it. You're answering a purpose. God is using you in a more powerful and important way than you could fathom. It is through you that generations will go on shining light and lifting others. Because you did it before them. You did it in front of them. I hope through the tired fog or the loneliness that you find yourself in, you hear these words and know God wants to lift your heart today. Keep going, Mama. Nobody else can fill this purpose like you. Thank you so much for listening today. If this episode has encouraged you, please feel free to share it with your family and friends. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and my hope is that this show is a candle in the dark.